Hello, everybody. You're listening or you're watching Animal Wisdom Stories. I'm Albert and I'm your host today. And we have a lovely guest here, Sandra Mendelssohn, all the way from Florida, joining us. Hello, Sandra. How are you? Oh, good. How are you, Miriam? Very well. Thank you. Sandra is an animal communicator, a channel of animal consciousness, and a writer. You wrote the book, uh, We Walk Beside You. Um, it's Animal Messages for an Awakening World. And we will be hearing some of the animal messages again, I have to say, because you came onto my show before and brought us some animal messages and we talked about them and they are very beautiful. And you do a lot of um, sharing your animal messages. So um, if people want to sort of jump on and listen, uh, listen or um, read the messages, where can they do that, Sandra? We have three Facebook pages and I also have a blog at my website which goes into deeper stories. So the three Facebook pages are We Walk Beside You, is one of them. Um, and then uh, Sandra Mendelssohn, so it's Sandra.L.Mendelssohn is my page. Um, we are also running a private group if people want to join called Animal Messages for an Awakening World. So you got those three Facebook pages and then smendelson.com is my website and the blog is on there for even more, you know, the idea is to make it all available for people in as easy a fashion as possible. So, okay. That sounds amazing. And we had a very nice chat. So if people wanted to, they can, they can um, listen to the first interview as well. Again, it's still available. And I'm really happy. I was really looking forward to this um, chat because today we're talking about joy. And today we're talking about joy being the missing piece, that it's sort of overlooked a lot of times, isn't it? Is this? It is. When people are trying to grow and expand in love and peace and awareness, we tend to get kind of serious. And uh, the animals, while I was channeling the book, the animals kind of said, okay, wait a minute, guys, you know, you're, you're missing this very, very important factor. And that is joy. And we will have some really nice, joyful messages or messages, animal messages on joy, um, what they would like to share with us, what they would like us to kind of think about and sort of, yeah, look at it. Because I think most of us know what we like and what we don't like, but um, sometimes it's still difficult to really know what brings us joy. Um, in our lives, because in my experience, because I started a, um, a joy, I know that you started a joy project as well. So we're doing a sort of joy project uh, together, doing different things in this project. Um, I started writing a joy journal, writing down every day what made me happy, what made me joyful, where I experienced joy. And the interesting part was that they were surprises what made me joyful and it's not always the big things it's sometimes so small that it could be just a thought it could be exactly. just a small sort of yeah that's exactly thing. right I, I i think as humans we expect everything to be a big extravagant oh that's what joy feels like it's extreme mm, no 
<laughs> and and it tends to be stuff that's really accessible to everybody more often than than not or at least a lot of people not just for a select few those right because it ha it doesn't really have anything to do with having to invest i think you have to invest in joy but in a different way you have to invest in mindfulness you, you know so you can experience and see the joy but it's not about money it's not about uh, material things this is what you know of course material things sometimes give us joy too but it's not only it's not only that that's what makes us happy that's my experience mm -hmm. i i couldn't agree with you more and i think that also the things we go back to like we may we may as you said feel joy from something material but if someone were to ask us we recreate in our minds the things that are more eternal that are not tied necessarily to it, it, experiential as opposed to material that's right yeah healing yeah so yeah so what we're <laughs> going to do today is um in preparation for the show i channeled two messages two little very short messages on joy um by our dogs so there's one message from your dog and there's one message from my dog and then we will hear the um animal messages on joy that you picked up and they are in your book and at the end we will have a short meditation and a little announcement you know as i said there will be a little gift for people listening mm -hmm. to this for our listeners and there's also um an announcement of a nice event that you probably if you enjoy talking about joy uh, mm -hmm. would like to join <laughs> so let's start with the joy messages quite like okay. that joy messages so so i asked mr t he's a little black dog and he lives in florida with you mm -hmm. and what he would like to share with us today and uh, mr this is what mr t said Joy is so important in our life. It opens our heart, connects us, and raises our vibration. Joy can literally change your life. So do something joyful today. And I want to add something to that because last night I was with my mom. Mm -hmm. Mr. T did the joy, you know, the hippie shake when the dogs are just rolling on the couch or in the sand. And it was so obvious he was trying to say, this is joy right now, people. Right here, the three of us, it's loving. It's, you know, this is joy. And he was so, my mother was just captivated by it. And so I think that's a good thing. Notice when your dog is rolling and doing the back hippie shake thing, because that's a joy moment for all of us. So, yeah. I like that because my dog really, he loves doing that as well. And sometimes he... He does it in, in situations where I go like, okay, I want to go home now. <laughs> you're rolling. <laughs> you keep rolling in the grass, you know. I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> right. And what are they trying to do? Get into the joy, people. I'm right. trying to show you right here, right now. I'm, I'm wiggling like a piece of bacon in a frying pan. It's a joyous moment. Get on the, come shake with me. <laughs> yeah. I'll try that next time. I, yeah, it's a little messy, but it's fun. <laughs> So, and then I, I channeled a message from my dog. So Nero is big and white. Mr. T is small and black. So <laughs> Nero just turned one. And this is um, his, his first message. 
is what he said. Jumping into the ocean made me feel so exhilarated. I didn't know what it would feel like being at the ocean before I tried it. Sometimes you just have to jump into the cold water to experience something new and sense tingling in your life. And this was inspired by us going to the beach last weekend. And um, this was the first time Nero was at the beach. And watching your dog is sometimes, I think it's the best therapy because dogs have this ability to really, really enjoy something. When they do it and they start grinning or smiling and you can really see they love it. They don't just like it. You know, cats are a little bit, sometimes they go like, yeah, I like it. And dogs are like, this is like, woof. <laughs> <laughs> we humans need it to be like very obvious. And the dogs are really good about that. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So um, Sandra, would you like to share some messages uh, on joy? Absolutely. Um, a good portion of these messages have come in since the book was published in uh, October of 2017. So um, hopefully for those of you who are familiar with it, there'll be a lot of fresh stuff in here too. Um, but during the channeling of the book, a dolphin came in and they were driving the topics. I didn't say who wants to talk about joy. The dolphin came through to talk about joy and said, joy is something you feel when you've given yourself a mental break and absorb the magic of the moment. Sometimes it takes days, weeks, months, or years to get to joy, and it may only last a moment or a minute. However, with practice, you start stringing together more and longer visits to this place. Joy is hiding underneath your adulthood. It was there first, and it was all that you were before the layers of don'ts and fears began to pile up and cover it over. You may be alone or with another person when you feel joy, but we're telling you, it is you experiencing your true nature, not another person, that creates joy. The other person's love acts as a mirror, so it may make it easier for you to see yourself. But remember, it is always you experiencing you that results in joy. So the bottom line is, it isn't about any, anyone else ever at any time. What I really like, I love this message. And what I really liked was a sense of um, it's in us, but it's sort of a little bit buried. You know, it's something that we've maybe forgotten that was there first, but we've forgotten how to do this mm -hmm. because we grew up and we had to sort of uh, comply with rules, regulations, expectations. And, um, and so I think a lot of us have to relearn how to experience the joy and how to, what makes us joyful. It's like my friend Penny says, oh, you've got it. You just forgot where you put it. So, right. right. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. When you when you heard this this channeling, what was it that was there like sort of a reaction from your side? You like an e immediate reaction that you felt like, okay, so I need to add something to my life, or I need to kind of um, find that place. 
the thing is that when the book was coming through, it was coming through so much, so fast mm. that I didn't, it, you know, I grew through the process of editing and organizing and I'm now delving into a lot of the lessons that I couldn't absorb. There was too much um, while it was all coming through in the creation of the book. The animals were driving the creation of the book. So these are life lessons that, um, no, I did not at the time. I was so serious about, oh, my goodness, all this stuff's coming through, that no, I didn't. This is a few years later, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, let's focus on the door. <laughs> so it did not, it was too much to, to act on, Right. you know. The so, animals, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, no. What, you know, what is it that you're doing now? On your on your joy project to sort of um, integrate in your life or add or you know on your joy seeking. Well, you know, finding out what your your moments are um, is unique to you, and and one of the things that brings me so much joy, and most of the time I'm not communicating with them is when I call them my lovelies, you know, the wild animals come and they all communicate. Um, I have uh, squirrels and rabbits, and it's interesting to see their little power plays and blue jays and pigeon doves, for lack of a better term, and cardinals. And to watch them, to watch the male cardinal feeding the female cardinal. And she's fine. There's nothing wrong with her. He did about five times, then flew off into the bushes, and then she fed herself. Crows did the same thing. These things are magical for me. I'm not in my head. I have no expectation. And yet every single time something slightly different happens. And I'm, I'm just so happy. So for me, that's a really big joy thing. You know, and, and the other thing is, is there's a dog beach here. And I was like, oh, it makes a mess, the sand in the car, I was doing that. <laughs> and finally, I just said, I asked Mr. T, do you want to go to the sanctuary? Do you want to go to the beach? I was afraid because he had run away a couple of years ago. And I got over my fear, finally, after two and a half years, when there's a pack of dogs around, and I said, you promised me. And what brought me joy was having him off the leash, finally, and not having fear rule me. Because uh, you can't catch him when he runs, nobody could catch him. And having him just be himself and watching all these other beings off-leash, being so happy together, everyone getting along, that's, that's a joy moment. Yeah. It's so unfettered by any to-dos or stress or qualifications, nothing. It's just the experience of being. How about you? I want to know some of the things on your joy journaling list. Um, I don't know where to start now. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> no, but what I found out, I mean, first of all, um, being in contact or being with the animals is, is one of those, um, you know, situations or, or points or one of these things that uh, makes me very joyful. Um, you know, it's that energetic connection with an animal which i find sometimes easier than with a human being because human beings ha often have a sort of uh, protective layer so the connection is not that easy 
and animals don't have that. So plus what you were experiencing, you know, with the, with the dog beach, I just experienced going to the beach with uh, my dog last weekend. And I can so understand your fear of, you know, the dog running away. And then the joy when the dog doesn't run away, when the, the dog is like, this is fine. You know, um, I don't need to run away. I don't need to get overwhelmed or something like that. So, um, the connection to animals makes me very happy. I also found out that um, usually there is something that makes me happy in most days, in all days, basically, even though um, I might have a shitty day, there's always something that made me happy. And this mm. is this joy journaling, which I really like because sometimes you have these days where you go like, uh, it was a normal day, you know, I had to get up, I had to run errands, I had to do this, I had to do some work, I had to take the dog out and all that. Mm. And by sitting down, and it's like this mindfulness exercise in a way, where you go through and you let the day pass, and you go like, okay, what did I actually, you know, feel? What was mm. my persp perspective? And um, I like food, food preparing. I like to try new things and um, jumping into the cold water like my dog. <laughs> um, I love seeing other people's joy, you mm. know, observing kind of um, people being joyful, enthusiastic, and animals alike. Mm -hmm. um, I like... <laughs> I like to experience new things. I like to go to different places and just, yeah, experience new things. I yeah. Think. You know, I, I also discovered, and so many people put judgments on this, but when you see something bubble up from within you, you know what your truth is. And, you know, we learn all these things on our path, and I find that if I happen to be in a place where someone needs something and I happen to have it or I know it or I can share it, my heart sings. You know, I feel joy. So I always think I got more out of it than they did, whether I'm communicating with their pet or it's nutrition or, you know, using light, whatever it is, the feeling is so beautiful yeah. um, that I, I just feel exhilarated. And so um, it isn't about approval or acknowledgement or any of those things. It's just, oh my goodness, you know, you have this overflowing basket and it feels so good to share whatever's in there, you know? So, yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. I think it's like connection, isn't it? Because yeah. I find that, you know, when I connect either to, um, it could be a thought, but it could also be an experience, something happening, you know? It could be a place or a sensation in, in you know, in different ways and the connection makes me happy when i feel connected yes well put i think well put we're not we're not here to go it alone and even though we know we are all energetically connected we still need those experiences right. uh that that validate that for us you're right the yeah. connection it's beautiful and it makes the world feel small and intimate and right and safe purpose and safe and purposeful yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> so, why I got more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, here's fun stuff because um, 
I started having a conversation a few weeks ago with an African elephant named Jabulani, who is actually at a place called Jabulani Camp where they've rescued elephants and some can't go back into the wild. And I didn't think it would happen, but I'm getting my questions answered. Um, and there's so much more, but just specifically on this one topic, I asked Jabulani, um, you know, what do you do on, on days that are rough energetically or, you know, for health reasons or whatever? And he said, we watch the little ones and their antics. A good game, like playing with a ball that some of us really like. Or taking a mud bath and fully experiencing it with all of our senses. It's our version of a spa. And always, always taking in the beauty of Mother Earth's sunrises, sunsets, clouds, and the feeling of the breeze. These are all examples of how we are kind to ourselves. So there really is a great link, you know, being, we, we humans, somehow being kind to ourselves sometimes feels a little intimidating. Like, I don't necessarily know what that looks like, except maybe I don't answer the phone if I really don't feel like it, something like that. But um, yeah, when the energy is tough, that's the first place that they go. They go to what they perceive as being kind to themselves. So that creates joy. I really like that. And this is something that... Um again, you know, we humans can sort of be reminded. I think we know it already deep, you know, deep inside us, but um, most of us, when we're stressed, or most of us, when we have a bad day, um, don't go to kindness. It's more like you have to get up, you have to get moving, you have to do this. And this is, you can't just lie in bed and you can't just take the, the day off or something like that. So, um, and yes, sometimes you can't, you know, this is okay too. But you can also be kind in, in, in small things. Mm -hmm. What about having an extra long shower, an extra 10 minute shower, you know? Um, I found water sometimes just, you know, it's a mini spa. It's sort of... I, yeah. I, I have a tub upstairs. I've been here for, I don't know, since August. And finally, I bought these Dead Sea Minerals. Right. And I was all wigged out from getting off a plane and, be, and coming back into the U.S. And it felt so peaceful. And my eyes were closed, and I saw the vibrations and colors and images of, you know, animals and things that I see when I meditate. And, and it happened so fast in the tub. And there are the people that take baths all the time. I'm like, why did I put it off? I did. <laughs> so, but, but it can be I think it's sort of our senses you know when, when we're kind to our senses such as shutting off some of the senses you know like doing the meditation shutting your eyes not being bombarded by information um, being kind to your senses you know like with the, with the salt water it's a, it's a little bit like floating in that warm water you know um, having <laughs> good food, having nice food, having lots of high frequency food, you know, like lots of vegetables. I find that you can feel the difference. I'm not saying you always have to do it, you know, eat that way. Um, yeah. But you're right. It's it's a self you're right. And it's, you know, if it's alkaline and it's, it's, it raises your frequency. And then when you, you know, let's say you're traveling and you really have a hard time eating well, yeah, you can get achy from, you know, inflammation, but you feel weighted down 
you know, um, I noticed that. And then coming home for a couple of days, I started to just, it, I deflated. And it was just from, uh, I guess, you know, negative energy, whatever, acidic acid, whatever you want to call it, but mm. it all goes hand in hand. It's better for your spirit. It's better for your body, you know, certain kinds of food. So I'm with you. Right. Go asparagus. <laughs> go asparagus and go to the spa, into your uh, own spa. Or yeah. just having a nap. I found that sometimes um, taking a nap in the afternoon is very delightful. Mm -hmm. Or you can take a nap in the evening as well. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's sort of sure. half an hour. And again, being, being kind to your senses, you know, like being with you. And this is what, what the first message, you know, was, you know, from the dolphins, kind of find that place mm -hmm. where, that, where that joy is inside you. And if we're having our senses bombarded with information, uh, new information all the time, we don't, I don't think that we hear or we, we feel that place mm -hmm. in us. And we, and we, it isn't for so many of us, you know, we did that talk on addiction to doism. And when you are on that do, do, do habit trail, even if you're not, you don't have to be in an office from, you know, eight to six or nine to five. If you're used to that, it's not necessarily going to be natural to say, what would really make me feel better right now? What would bring me joy? What that takes a practice. It absolutely takes practice. And then you're like, that was so simple. So, right. yeah, it is, what can I do for me right now right. that will feel good, that will shift me, that will, uh. So, in addition to that, <laughs> to what the, this, these kind of things, um, there's a, a horse named Honeybee who has, as you know, shared beautiful things with me. And we like to call her the philosopher of love. Her, her human calls her a flower child. But um, I want to pull two things together that she said. Um, do what children do. So, you know, play a game. I know that's crazy. Nobody makes the time to play a game, especially in nature. And children are great helpers with this. Walk in the water, sing a song. How often do we find ourselves singing? Dance, giggle. These are all good for you and everything around you. It isn't hard or complicated. It is the process of decomplicated things that brings joy and healing. See yourselves, all of you, as children, innocent, loving, and joyful, for this is the truth deep within. And so, you know, she says, obviously, you can go out in nature and roll in the grass or lie under the stars and listen to nature to heal. And, and she said, if you cannot find joy in nature, then find it in the eyes and laugh of another being. Mm. Because not everybody is equally comfortable in nature. We're all wired differently. So um, I thought those are beautiful tips. Doing what children do. Being with children and animals who have very high light and vibration. Um, or just really focusing on the eyes and laugh of another being. Like, yeah. That is really nice. And I was just wondering, um, listening to that, do you think that we can actually um, raise our vibration by being with animals, by connecting with animals? Absolutely, because as always the horses, mm. it isn't that we're becoming more like them. As by being in their presence, we become more of who we truly are. 
right. which is high vibrational without all the don'ts and the fears and the won'ts and the can'ts and the, you know, um, when you're with them and you're not in the monkey mind and you're not in your fear, what are you? Your higher vibration true self, what you are. So I do believe so, in, in your experience, um, I actually have the same experience, you know. Um, do you think this, I mean, that animals want to help us? I mean, I have this, you know, I was thinking and talking at the same time, but um, I've had that experience that um, animals have shared that they wanted to help us, that they wanted to uh, support us, that they wanted to help us um, grow, transform. Is, is, is this like your experience as well? That when, the, when I was channeling the book, and all I kept saying is, you know, have no agenda, take my personal ego, uh, ego, Uh, illusions and put them to the side. What do you want us to know? What do you want humans to know over and over again? 75% of what they said in the book was helping us survive being human and finding more purpose, more joy, going with the flow. The animals are not stuck in the human condition and they are so compassionate to what it is like to be human because if you talk to them, Many of them have been, and they have, so many species have said, we can come back as anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had other, other people that channel light beings get the same kind of messages. So they, you know, like the skunk said, you know, uh, this time I'm a skunk, you know, I may come back as a human, but it's complicated because you have to live in your head uh, and, and have your senses dumbed down. So they are very, very, very forthcoming. Um, my, I channeled um, my friend's cat the other day, who is a master teacher, as it turns out, and uh, needed someone like his human who wouldn't get in the way of his work. And um, he said, all cats understand power. And we, meaning house domestic cats, uh, because we're partnering with humans, we're doing work about internal power, helping you reclaim your internal power through focused attention, and there's something else that I forgot it already, and, escape, and stepping out of the constant, incessant chatter of the mind that cats, he said, are even more sensitive to it when we're in our head than dogs are. So your cat will stare you down, and when your cat is staring your you down, it's a good idea to go, what was I just thinking? Okay, so interesting. They, yeah, they're, they're so, doing real one-on-one -on -one work to help us reclaim our power. Yeah. So anybody that has animals in their home can actually use the animals as an indication of where they are, right? Um, in well, where they are in their in their you know in their frequency, or also, um, yeah, how they're feeling what they're feeling underneath this is what what i'm getting at the moment it, yeah. i think it's a it's a lovely sort of um tip or something that you you know like like a little exercise um mindfulness exercise you watch your animals and you can you get that mirror of uh where am i what am i thinking what's going on yeah. and yeah. and you know the other thing i've learned from them and um i'm excited to share these next two channelings um You know, you have to make way for joy. You have to make some space for it. And 
so there's there's two things. Um, there's a horse named Sweet Lou who really said, you know, to experience joy, you need to redefine what fun is or what joy is because we humans tend to think it has to be these big, like Mr. T would say, bookmark experiences, not the little moments that make up the fabric of your life. So what Sweet Lou said is, Fun means not thinking for a change, not striving to, so notice that uh, joy is when you are not doing the following. You're not striving to perfect something or make an impression or learn something or clean up after yourself or fix something that's broken. Fun just is. It is breathing in beautiful scents in the air, being able to run, taste lovely things and be with someone you care about, even just doing nothing. So she, he said, she said, I'm not sure, but I think people expect fun to knock their socks off. <laughs> no, fun is simple things that are magical, but humans don't take the time to see it. Fun doesn't have to shock your adrenaline into overdrive. The definition of fun, I think, is the gratefulness for being able to stop doing your to-do list. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right? And kind of, what goes along with this, uh, you know, I was channeling the book and all these animals were so serious. And then I thought, man, I haven't heard from a hippo. And this is one of the few animals that really showed up with an accent and sounded like <laughs> Louis Armstrong, which I will not try to duplicate right now because I will sound like um, a woman who has smoked too much and has had a very um, lewd kind of life. That's, that's how I sound when I try to do Louis Armstrong. We're not going to do that. <laughs> like yeah okay um so basically uh here's what he said if it's all an illusion and it most certainly is this life then ignore the fake smoke and haze and go where the light is bright the water is cool and the air smells good you dig live big or go home that's my motto go out and play for goodness sake <laughs> Dance and sing and eat and flirt and hug and kiss and do those human things because human is what you are. And there is some good that goes with that. You are not carrying the world on your shoulders, so stop acting that way. So I said, but what about higher consciousness? Exactly. He said, the missing piece is joy, and that's in short supply these days. I said, what about the sadness or negativity that we can feel in the air? You have to plan your time better. I thought this was such a great new pie chart. Time in stillness, time in work and to-dos, and time in play. You humans are so lopsided in how you portion off your time and energy. So I'd venture to say, if you look at how you spend your day, you know, what is your pie chart going to look like? How much time is actually in stillness or play versus work and to-dos? really lopsided <laughs> i really like that and again it's so precise isn't it mm. it's very easy direct and it's it's also you know compared to some of the self-help books that i some of them i find quite um complicated you know <laughs> the approach to um how to grow how to transform how to be joyful there is a whole science um, approach to that and I love you know I love the sort of approach of you know the animals for them it's not a big question they mm -hmm. just do it because you know I always feel like when I see my dog being joyful he doesn't understand 
why we're not doing this you know why are we not rolling on this grass <laughs> you know why we're not doing that because for for him it's really fun or running into the uh, on, into the ocean or rolling in in the sand so um and the question is why aren't we doing this so there was that little little connection Okay. Is the connection back on? So we might have a little um, technical difficulty again. We uh, we try to uh, record. Now you're back, right? Yes. I think I think I think it's time to wrap it up only because I'm really afraid I'm going to lose you and lose this whole lovely conversation because I I'm a well, we're having internet problems here today as it turns out. So this is, this is fine. You know what we're going to do? Um, first of all, it's a it's a great um, what I wanted to sort of move into is the joy project that you and I uh, are doing. Well, different aspects of it we're doing our own kind of interpretation of the joy project and what we're going to do which is very exciting i think is we're going to have a joy challenge and to start off a little joy challenge um we're going to have a webinar and uh, to explain and talk about what it means and also little tips what we can do in in our everyday life and um Sort of what I find is sharing about that is sort of um, it brings me joy as well. You know, when I find that I'm not the only one that finds it really joyful, you know, getting joy from, you know, watching my, my dog jump into the ocean or something like that. So um, I will put up um, a sort of announcement for, for the webinar. I hope a lot of people will come and join us to experience joy, to um, take part in the joy challenge. And uh, there will be 20, 21 days of joy. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, there will be little prompts for um, finding your own joy, but it's sort of interactive. Everybody can find their own joy and their own things that make them joyful. So um, this is not telling you what you should do, but it's a sort of, yeah, a mindful approach to kind of rediscover the joy. Beautiful. And, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and it really it brings some ease into your life when you choose a joy moment. And maybe you don't want to go beat yourself up in a workout and you just feel like a walk and a half an hour of yoga. or yeah. It changes how wrapped and stressed you feel, you know, because the joy nurtures you. Uh, little changes in some of your decision making makes you a much less stressed person. You know, we just get the, oh, I have to exercise seven days a week, or you know, we get twisted. This untwists. <laughs> so, yeah. and as a little gift, what we're going to do is we're going to send you for pe people wanting to sign up, uh, send you an animal meditation that you can take away, you know, with you on. Um, you know on your devices and you can listen to that so um we're going to do that i'll put the um the um, um the link to that where you can 
sent an email to and to get the joy animal meditation mm -hmm. and um, so I'm not quite sure whether we should leave it at this or whether we should we have a couple of minutes of breathing exercise or just whatever you like it's all yeah. good <laughs> do you think it's 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 okay and then sure. yeah because i think it's nice to kind of um um finish so first of all thank you thank you thank you that was so nice and so inspirational thank you to the animals thank you to to you sandra um <laughs> Everybody go and get this book. We walk <laughs> beside you. Um, it is beautiful. The, the channeling, the messages are so, they're better than any self-help book because it's easy. It's, it's, and it's right down to the point. Small points, you know, you don't have to, to read a whole book. You read just the messages and it touches you and inspires you. So. Um, yeah, you can get it on Amazon. So <laughs> it's available. And yeah, would you like to lead us in a little closing? Okay. Um, actually, do you, <laughs> um, you know the meditation that we were looking at together mm -hmm. back and forth? Um, if I... I would have to close out my screen to access it. Do you have the meditation available? <laughs> I don't want to. I, I, you know me. I, I, everything has to come through in words, and and I feel lost because it isn't about me. It's about the animals. So the meditation was all their words. Um, I could minimize the screen and yeah. read it. Is will that work? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do that. Yeah. Let's. Let's try that. Let's okay. see if it, ha if it works. I think it will because I see you off in the corner. So okay. um, just give me one second to open this up. And it is a close your eyes meditation. So here we go. Close your eyes. We do not believe what we see. You humans do. If we did, we would give up. Close your eyes. Forget what you see and hear. What your eyes and ears tell you is already shaped by your beliefs and those of society. These beliefs are programmed into you and lie deep inside you. These beliefs are about you and about us. They create boundaries between us. Close your eyes. Feel the one heart, yours, ours. Receive with your heart. It is the one place where we are all equal and without limits. You must know that in the human world, joy is your ticket, your missing piece in your attempts to transform. Hold these words within you. Remember to give yourself a mental break and stop and absorb the magic of the moment. You can access your true nature by doing so, and your true nature is joy.
It is not experiencing another person or place or thing. In the animal world, we experience joy by being kind to ourselves. And we hope you humans will understand this important connection. Being kind to yourself is a key to joy. Remember to watch the young ones, human and, not, and non-human. Take your moment to inhale a sunrise and the colors of a sunset. Watch the clouds and feel the breeze on your face and along your body. Tune in and really absorb and appreciate the eyes and laugh of another being. Take little pauses in your day out of your to-dos to just notice something beautiful. And don't forget, your senses are gateways to joy. Slow down and let them show you what joy really is as you smell and taste and touch and see and feel the world around you. Joy is waiting for you. You have only to open the door. And just take a deep breath and exhale. And allow yourself the time away from being human and just be instead. Because you are joy. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was lovely. That was really nice. So I feel very calm now. <laughs> I feel very quiet as well. So Sandra, thank you so much for the messages and this lovely meditation. We will be seeing each other very soon uh, for the Joy Project webinar. We will be sharing uh, dates, times, um, places. It will be a Zoom uh, uh, webinar where you can just come in, you can interact and you can talk. And uh, I think it'll be fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. I and am too. And we'll both be posting the links. So yeah. hopefully we'll get it out there. Yeah. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, Sandra. And uh, the meditation will be available for people sending a little message and then we will send them the meditation so again thank you so much thank you have and a beautiful day <laughs> i i well the evening the rest of the day you have a beautiful day thank and uh, i'll talk to you very soon bye bye